Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the story of June. Our calendar system was created some 2,500 years ago in Roman society, and so our months received the names of goddesses and gods and emperors and Roman numbers, names which mean little to us today. But as we speak the name of June this month, some understanding of the origins of that name can give us an additional appreciation of the month of June. The month of June was named to honor the Roman great mother goddess Juno. In Roman society, Juno ruled the essence of femaleness, as well as all aspects of women's lives, including marriage and childbirth. A vestige of Juno's influence remains even today, because June is the traditional month for weddings, when the bride receives the blessing of Juno. The goddess Juno had dozens of aspects, facets of her agency in women's lives. One aspect was Juno Pronuba, the arranger of appropriate love matches. As Juno Cynxia, she blessed the first undressing of the bride by her husband. As Juno Februata, she fueled the heat of sexual desire. Juno Populonia blessed conception. Juno Asapago strengthened the bones of the fetus. Juno Sospita eased the labor pains, and Juno Lucina led the newborn into the light. In order to protect women, children, and the home, Juno had to rule over all other aspects of society as well. In effect, Juno also ruled the affairs of state. As Juno Moneta, she was the advisor, overseeing matters of governance, law, and finance. As Juno Saispitae, the preserver, she protected her people from threats from outside the Republic. She was also Juno Fortuna, the goddess of luck, and Juno Tempus, goddess of time. Eventually, Juno was given a husband— as Roman society slid deeper into patriarchy, and the new pantheon needed to keep up appearances of male dominance. Jupiter was originally an obscure rain cod, um, magnanimous, fun-loving, and occasionally he tossed a few thunderbolts about. But it was Juno who actually did the real work of sustaining the Roman people. Despite her marriage, she remained Juno Regina, the Queen of Heaven. Juno didn't even need Jupiter in order to conceive her children. As Juno Martialis, she impregnated herself using her magic lily and gave birth to Mars, who was originally a gentle agricultural god until he was conscripted by the Roman Empire. It was Juno's lineage that gave her such power, for she was far more ancient than Rome. Juno was descended from the Indo-European creator goddess, Uni, whose name is cognate with the word Yoni, the vulva, the orifice of birth, and the source of all life. In Roman society, it was believed that each man had his genius, that essence which made, made him alive and creative and sexually active. We still use the word genius to signify superior intellect and ability. Romans also believed that each woman had her Juno, the enlivening inner force of femaleness, her own soul, which connected her to the creative, nurturing, and protective power of the mother goddess. 
With the rise of patriarchy, women's Juno was slowly dismissed as irrelevant. But today, as we endeavor to create a more equitable and just and evolved society, we may find these old ideas of genius and Juno to be useful to us. We all have genius within us, regardless of our gender, that goal energy that enables us to accomplish tasks. And likewise, we all have Juno energy within us, that process energy that continuously seeks relationship and fullness and nurturing and harmony and peace. In this month of June, may we all become more acquainted with our own Juno within. Blessed be. You've been listening to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.